Welcome to the Tea on Weddings, where we spill all the tea on weddings and wedding planning. Today, we are going to talk about wedding horror stories. Hi, I am Emily Vasquez, host of the Tea on Weddings and owner of Mark and Emily Photography. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Mark and Emily Photography and our website, markandemilyphotography.com. Before we get started, this is just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe and follow so you don't miss an episode. Now, our guest today is the lead planner, designer, and owner of Angela Marie Weddings and Events. She is a certified award-winning wedding planner. She has done weddings all over the country, but is based in Texas. She has been published in Wedding Wire, The Knot, Brides of North Texas, Wedding Sparrow, and more. Please welcome Angie. Her website is AngelaMarieWeddingsAndEvents.com. So if you'd like to reach her, um, I'll put that link to her website in the description. So hi, Angie. Hi, how's it going? I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming and doing this with me. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I think it'll be super fun. Yeah. So wedding horror stories. <laughs> All right. Well, if I go, you have to tell yours too then. Okay, I will. I'm going to have to think of some because I haven't really thought of, I don't know. It's hard. I don't really feel like I've had that many. I oh, that's good. Yeah, it's so far. Oh, now I'm like, oh, we're talking about this now. I'm going to have so I know. Perfect. Um, well, I haven't had a lot of wedding horror stories either, which is a good thing. You know, we don't want to (laughs) aim to have those. Um, But, you know, all of my clients have been really wonderful. But, you know, there's always going to be, you know, those little ones that just kind of slip in. So um, I did have one a few years ago, and this was um, a great couple. They were wonderful. They were both very exciting people. They had very big personalities. Um, they both had very big cultures that they came from, big families and all of that fun stuff. But um, so at this wedding, they were great during the planning process and stuff. But, you know, um, you did have all of the big personalities just really come out. So um, on the day of their wedding, they were very hot and cold. And, you know, once you have alcohol involved, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I always make sure and tell my clients, like, make sure not to drink too much before the ceremony and stuff and just have a little bit, make sure to eat um, because of this very reason. So the couple ended up breaking up right before the ceremony. Um, (laughs) yeah, so that was, that was very intense. So, um, you know, all of the, the guests are seated at the ceremony. Um, and then, you know, the bride and groom both refused to kind of go out and (laughs) how did that happen? You know, I, did they did they have a first look? Like, because normally you don't even see each other before right. the ceremony. So how did they even? Exactly. And this is, you know, they didn't see each other before the ceremony. They didn't do a first look. Um, I, you know, they both just got super angry and were like, I don't want to marry that girl. And I don't want to marry that guy. And, you know, very exciting verbiage that wow. followed with that. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So me and my team ended up having 
um, to put our therapist hat on. And when you're a wedding planner, you have to have a lot of hats, you know, mm-hmm. um, and at this particular one you had to wear, um, we had to wear a therapist hat. So, um, I went and I talked to the groom and kind of played the, you know, like, Hey, like what's going on? Talk to me. And I just had to single him out and, and stuff like that. And then I had to go over to the bridal suite and talk with her and, you know, um, it was just a very intense day. So they ended up pushing the ceremony back. Um, you know, all the guests were in the chapel waiting and they didn't really know what was going on and they both just refused to get married. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that was that was really intense. So what ended up happening was we pushed the ceremony back two full hours and they ended up deciding to get married. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So, so they broke up and then got married. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, as a wedding planner, like the timeline is one of the Mm -hmm. biggest things on your wedding day that just has everything from, you know, when the bride puts on her dress and when the guests are arriving and when the the DJ or the band plays their first song and all of the little things that follow along with that. And so, of course, every wedding is going to have, you know, some wiggle room. Of course, you always have to plan for that. But we didn't really have two hours of wiggle room. (laughs) And so that day was just so intense just because, you know, they broke up, which it turned out (laughs) fine. They were so excited once they got down the aisle. Um, They cried during their vows, all of that fun stuff. Wow. So are they just, do you think the personalities, they were just two very dramatic people? They were two very dramatic people. So yes, I mean, the entire planning process, it was, you know, it was, it was good, but you know, they were, they did have those big personalities that really came out and I didn't really expect them to break up before then. Um, They didn't like give me that vibe the entire process up until that point. And so it was really shocking to me and my team that day. <laughs> Do you know what it was that they got so mad over? Honestly, there wasn't a, a, a reason for them to. Um, I just spoke both decided. I, think. <laughs> I don't want to marry them actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there wasn't really a full reason or anything like that. They just, um, I think just having, that much to drink beforehand. Oh, and, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That so. Is so crazy. <laughs> so then how, with it being pushed back two hours, like, did the the reception go two hours later or was it just cut short? How did that work? It was um, both. So it was cut short a little bit, but the venue was so awesome to work with. And, you know, um, they allowed us to have an additional hour and, um, and everything, which they were really excited about because they were really big on, you know, dancing and just the party afterwards. So it was just getting them down the aisle was the most difficult part. <laughs> Um, but after that point, they were great. They loved each other. They were all over each other and it was, they had a blast. So, okay. so did, they, did the guests know, like what, from the guest perspective, perspective, they just showed, the guests showed up and just waited two hours Yep, and they had no idea why. They had no idea okay. why. So we did open up the bars for the guests earlier okay. um, and pass some hors d'oeuvres just to keep them, right. you know, entertained and not, you know, wiggling too much in their seats. Um, and, you know, guests just kind of wandered around the venue as they were waiting and kind of got um, an update on what, what wow. was next. So <laughs> crazy. But, crazy. Yeah. I did go to a wedding that was too – I didn't photograph it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never – 
shot a wedding where they were running two hours behind. I can't imagine. I can't. I don't know. But (laughs) I did go to a wedding. I was a guest at a wedding and they were running two hours behind. Like Mm. the ceremony was running two hours behind and I had no idea why. Oh my gosh. I really don't think this couple would, you know, break up. I really don't think the wedding I went to was like that. But um, it, it was, it was interesting as a guest because I, you have no idea why. Mm-hmm. And we were just sitting there. Right. There was nothing like they didn't, they didn't have any alcohol at this wedding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any appetizers during cocktail hour. Like it was just oh, dinner. No. And so they were running two hours behind. So we were just sitting there at the ceremony. Right. And waiting and waiting. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to be 30 <laughs> minutes late. And so or there and then 30 minutes comes oh they're just 40 you know maybe 45 minutes maybe it'll be a few more minutes maybe a few more and then they it was two hours later and then we went to because they were running two hours behind I think it put them back on the photo schedule so then we were running another two hours after the ceremony for Mm -hmm. them to come to the reception which like I said there was no cocktail hour there's no like hors d'oeuvres there's nothing to do we're just sitting at our dinner tables waiting for (laughs) them to come so we could all eat dinner oh no so that was I mean I feel like if I have a horror story for me, I mean, like from a, I don't know as how a the guest br- as a guest, mm-hmm. yeah, that was not a great wedding. Yes, but oh my I goodness. hope the bride, you know, you know, I'm sure she was fine. I right, don't, I don't know. <laughs> so you have no idea why they were pushed back no two idea. hours. Oh my no. word! Well, pro tip, y'all. You need to have hors d'oeuvres and a bar at your wedding, even if it's just beer and wine and, you know, one or two hors d'oeuvres, you need to have those to entertain your guests because, um, you know, weddings are guest focused. And so you don't want your guests just sitting there for two hours, not knowing what in the world is going on, if there's anything that comes up. So, or leaving. Yes, exactly. You don't want them to just leave. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. That would be so sad. Yeah, I don't think any guests um, from this wedding had left. Um, but then again, I was out there consoling our bride and groom. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I did have another wedding where um, it was a plated dinner. It was at this beautiful, beautiful venue here in the DFW Metroplex. Um, and they did a plated dinner. There was three different entree options, which is great. You know, very high-end wedding. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, But the bride forgot to bring the place cards. And when you're doing a plated dinner, it is super important to have your place cards, especially when you have multiple entree options, um, because you'll have like a beef and a chicken and a fish. And on your place cards, you'll say, you know, John Doe, and then they'll be a little uh, photo of like a fish or like something, some little mark that dictates what they're having for dinner so that the catering staff can go around and know exactly what each person is um, having for dinner. So the only thing that my team had was the list of names at each table which, you know, we don't know what John Doe is having mm-hmm. for dinner. We don't know if he chose chicken, beef, or, or fish. And so um, it was just such a nightmare. She had them done. She just didn't bring them. So um, at that point, you know, my team was scrambling to try to figure that out and help the catering staff. And, um, and then, of course, the catering staff that delayed everything by 45 minutes, which isn't a huge deal. But when you have, you know, 250 people out there um, 
it really just makes a huge mess of things and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so, um, that was, that was a, that was a pretty rough run one for the catering staff, of course. So, um, and then they're asking, you know, the guests at the table, like, Oh, what did you choose? And it's just, it's just not a classy thing yeah. to have happen, um, at the wedding. So if you are having multiple entrees and you're doing a plated dinner, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure to have those, um, little icons or little things at your place cards to show, um, what each guest is having because mm-hmm. it really just plays a huge part in your wedding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say as far as food, I don't know. I don't, I've never, I feel like as a photographer, I wouldn't know if there was an issue with catering mm-hmm. or you know, anything like that at weddings I shoot, but at my own wedding, there several people after the wedding told me that their chicken wasn't cooked. <gasps> no. Yes. And we had, I don't know if I should say the name of the caterer. Maybe not. But it was a really well-known caterer yeah. in our area. Like a really oh no, res- well-respected caterer. Like ev- we- people were impressed that we had this caterer right. at our wedding. And people were telling me later that their chicken wasn't cooked. Oh, my god! And so <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So that was that <laughs> is me. horrible. Like, How do you? undercooked chicken right and then I reached out to them after and was like some of my guests were well because they didn't do they were also supposed to put out tea and lemonade and they Mm -hmm. didn't they oh man they only put out water and my coordinator said my planner told me that they didn't even they weren't even planning to put out water she had to fight them to get the water oh my gosh yeah which they told me they were going to put out tea water and lemonade right so anyway so I had to I was emailing them like Hey, <laughs> um, and they were telling me that my guest must have been mistaken. Mm-hmm. Oh my! About the chicken. Um, <laughs> you're saying my guests are that dumb that they don't know what cooked chicken, right. cooked chicken I mean, is an uncooked chicken. So anyway, that was not a great experience. Yes. Oh but, my goodness! And that's like a little thing. That's not even like a horror story. I feel like, but right. But Seminole is kind of a big deal. So yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, hopefully nobody got sick or anything from that. But ugh, I can't imagine like having undercooked chicken. I've never had an issue with undercooked chicken or any, you know, there's like little things that have happened, but yeah. they're not as bad as undercooked chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I will say I, one horror story, I guess, kind of would be so I did a I shot a wedding where the bride's dad actually I think I've been to two weddings that were similar to this mm-hmm. I was a guest at a wedding similar to this but anyway I shot at a wedding where the bride's dad was an alcoholic oh, no. and like I don't know how long sober but like I don't know two years three mm-hmm. years not like a forever long time right. but a period of time had been sober and they had alcohol at the wedding. They had beer and wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so the he ended up like drinking oh, and getting no. really, really drunk at the reception and had to leave. And oh, the bride was really upset. And it was just not a. It was that's like so sad. It was really sad. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my gosh! I, I can't imagine so that that's poor girl. Probably. I mean, that's what I can think of, like, the worst, I feel like, yeah. experience. Because just the brat, you know. Right. My job was done. It didn't really affect what I had 
you know, taking photos or anything, but it was just really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, hopefully. So yeah, he had to leave early and because like, I don't know, people like escorted him out and it was just like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Well, hopefully he's doing better now and that didn't set him back yeah. too much. Um, I kind of told you this earlier, but mm-hmm. I will kind of go into um, into this other one, which is probably one of my tops. Um, so at this wedding, we had uh, – it was a great party. We had an awesome DJ. You know, the guests were super excited. This is kind of more into the reception portion of the evening, but um, we ended up – having a cigar bar and a bunch of alcohol and stuff like that, which is pretty typical um, at weddings here. You know, every, all the grooms want a cigar bar and all of that stuff. So the cigar bar was out in the, in the patio area and we ended up having a huge health issue. So girl had a seizure. And um, so we ended up having to call the ambulance. um, And then once the ambulance came, the police were out there and, you know, they took this, this girl back and um, they were out in the patio area and the groom was not happy about it. Um, the They were all wasted and they ended up starting to fight with the cops. And so um, I was out there in the patio as well, just helping with um, escorting this girl on the gurney out and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, like everyone just jumps into a huge fight. They uh, with the cops. And so I'm like getting pushed out of the way. Um, and then all of a sudden, all these cops just start, you know, handcuffing the groom, the groomsmen and all of um, all of the guys out in the area. And it was just absolutely insane while they're trying to, you know, take care of this girl who just had a seizure and everything and just taking her back. She ended up being um, okay and, and everything. But of course, they had to just take her back and um, do all the <laughs> follow ups with that. But um, so all of a sudden, you know, the groom, groomsmen, everyone's just on the ground in handcuffs. And I'm just like, jaw dropped, shocked. <laughs> so um, we ended up having to shut down the reception um, just for <laughs> the time being while all of this is being handled. And I have to go, you know, grab my bride and say, hey, you know, your groom is getting arrested right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so she obviously was not happy, you know, so she comes out and, and, um, she's like, well, I'm the only one who can talk to him. Let me talk to him and calm him down and stuff. Cause he's obviously upset. He's very intoxicated and all of that. So, um, you know, I, I have to like help the bride and kind of calm her down while she's, you know, yelling at her now husband and everything like that. Luckily it was fine. You know, they, um, they just handcuffed him to calm him down and stuff but a few of the guys ended up getting arrested that night but um luckily the groom was fine (laughs) he just wasn't very happy and she wasn't very happy Mm. either so um so yes that was also one of my biggest horror stories yeah oh getting arrested could you imagine but Mm. yeah I don't know what is going on with them now but I hope they're they're doing better than they were that night. <laughs> oh, what a memory. Yes. <laughs> oh, my wedding. gosh. Like, hey, kids, you know, yeah. telling your kids one day, like, oh, yeah, dad got arrested on our, our wedding day night. or at least handcuffed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was that was a pretty intense night as well. So, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Do you find <laughs> that, like, 
having beer and wine versus a full bar, like there's a difference in how crazy it gets and like the crazy things that happen or no? You know, when clients will typically choose just beer and wine, Mm -hmm. that typically, you know, you'll typically do that because of budget purposes, Mm -hmm. but also because you're not huge drinkers. And Mm -hmm. so when you do have an open bar, full bar, um, that's usually when you know that some someone's group is going to be heavier drinkers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at that point, yes, um, okay. you're going to kind of know in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here in Texas, you do have to have some form of security at the weddings um, when alcohol is served, which is great because you are going to be safe and people are intoxicated and you have hundreds of people, um, you know, at this wedding. So um, yes, they're definitely a little bit rowdier, which is totally fine. Like they're there's a lot of really fun weddings and, and stuff like that. And not all of them are this (laughs) intense and, you know, you don't usually have those horror stories um, all the time. This is just from, uh, you know, a few, just from years and years of being a wedding planner, you're going to run into issues like this. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yes. (laughs) So are there any other horror stories that you can think of? Oh my goodness. I feel like I've kind of, Those are the biggest ones. ones. I mean, um, you know, all of my clients are just absolutely wonderful. And so um, it's it's really helpful to have a wedding planner because you can kind of deter them from situations where issues like this are going to arise. Um, Obviously, you can't really help if someone, you know, ends up having a seizure and, you know, the ambulance has to be called and the wedding has to be shut down. You can't plan for that. but having a planner is going to be very helpful in knowing um, like how much alcohol um, to purchase if you're doing BYOB or um, if you are going through a, a, a bartending company where they bring it in, you know, we'll be able to help and let you know like what's too much and what's not enough and um, and stuff like that. But there are so many situations where having that planner um, in your court to just help you help guide you and the direction where you're not going to have these these issues that come up. Mm-hmm. I can also say from my own experience, mm-hmm. photographing weddings where they don't have a coordinator or a planner there, yes. the bride is <laughs> always so stressed. Uh-huh. Almost always. Almost every single time. Right. The bride is not doesn't seem like she's having a good time like the entire day because every mm-hmm. everyone's coming to her with questions and whatever oh, yeah. and issues. And so yeah, every single every single one. Even with ones that where oh the the mom is the coordinator or the aunt oh, or my whoever. Heavens. You know what I mean? <laughs> um it doesn't like the bride is just always seems seems just like there's a weight right. on her shoulder like obviously there's more because it's already a big enough day but to right. also have to worry about logistics and everything mm-hmm. that's just too much so yeah I will say you probably from what I've seen brides that have a coordinator or planner are much more happier on the day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and that's um, always what I want to reiterate to potential clients and and my current clients and everything that when you are planning a huge day, you're the biggest day of your entire life. Um, you don't want to have to worry about, you know, calling vendors and asking them, hey, like, you're supposed to be here an hour ago, where are you? Or um, answering just silly questions from um, different vendors, like, oh, where should I put my equipment? And, you know, things like that. Um, they shouldn't be asking you for things. This is the day that you, um, 
have been planning for, you know, over a year and you just want to enjoy it um, and everything and not have to stress about those things. So having a coordinator or planner there is really going to help you um, take all of that stress off of your shoulders. Obviously, you know, there might be little things that you'll be stressed about, but that's why having a planner there to um, help you with those things and to take that on their own shoulders um, is just going to change the entire event. So mm-hmm. you're able to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And also that will definitely help alleviate any possible horror story type things. Yes. <laughs> but I do have another question for you. Do you right. have any other advice for like how to alleviate the effects of something wrong going, like something wrong happening at the wedding, something going wrong, other than of course having a planner there. But is there anything else that you can do or prepare for, you know, any other tips that you have? Yes. So obviously you're going to need a planner or a coordinator. Um, If you don't want to have a planner and at least just hire a day of coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for us, we actually start six weeks before your wedding um, because we don't want to just show up on the wedding day and just say like, hi, my name's Angie, Mm -hmm. you know, tell me everything that you need me to do. Like, that's not how we personally will operate. Um, And so having a timeline is something that's going to change the entire day um, and just how smooth it's going to go. And so um, I like to create that timeline um, with all of the vendors. Um, So a photographer like yourself is going to have a photo timeline and that's going to be super helpful for me um, because I want to know like when you need to take your photos and what photos you need to take and what you have planned for lighting purposes and um, just the flow of your schedule. So I really want to take into account um, what's a priority to you guys. Um, And then also with the florists, like florists will have other weddings that they do. Cake artists will have other weddings that they do um, with your entertainment. You know, they have a very like strict, um, schedule that they have to work within. Um, so having a timeline, a master timeline with everything on there is just going to be your biggest priority for your wedding day. Um, and so as a planner, I will coordinate that with you because I will take care of all of that so that, you know, um, everything is going to be included into that timeline. Um, and you don't have to stress about it. And I'll be able to include things that you know, won't necessarily think of, um, just with coordinating with all of the vendors and just with the logistics of the wedding day. So having that is going to be your saving grace. Mm-hmm. I promise you. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree so much. Um, yeah. I and I, I found that so weddings that weddings that don't have a planner like mm-hmm. yourself, um, I will sit down with the bride and we create like we that's one thing we do uh, about a month or two before the the wedding. Mm-hmm. We meet to finalize things and finalize the shots they want and family shots and everything like that. Um, but I also will create a timeline with them because yeah. it's so important and it is. <laughs> my my own anyway I won't I won't say that but anyway it's just really important right and I don't I of course don't have the like Matt I'm not gonna do like the florist arrival and all those right but um I do want to go over a timeline because it's so it's just it it makes a huge difference even just having a basic something you know basic with all okay this photo here this these photos here at this time this right. ceremony here the reception can't kidding this time you know just to guide the flow of the day and ev- like everyone all the vendors know what's happening when and there's exactly. no guessing and the dj isn't like 
you know, playing some, I don't know, saying the cake cutting's happening when the right. first dance is supposed to happen or, you know. Just right. There's just so many moving so parts many on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. And so having all of that included into that master timeline yeah. is just so important, you know, um, especially with your people, you know, you're going to have your bridesmaids and your groomsmen and your family um, just asking questions about like, oh, what are, where, when are we supposed mm-hmm. to arrive? And when do we have to be dressed? And um, mm-hmm. when are we doing our photos and all of that stuff that all has to be included in that timeline. So you'll have uh, a master timeline that just has basically everything on there um, with all the vendors, your family, and then um, just the logistics of the day. And then you'll also want to have a um, a timeline with just your people. And that's also super important for them to know like, oh, we have to be dressed by, um, by one o'clock for photos or um, we need to be lined up here for the ceremony or for the grand entrance and, you know, the speeches and all of those little things as well. So having that timeline is going to be your biggest priority, in my opinion, yeah. on your wedding day. All right. Well, awesome. (laughs) Any other last minute tips to avoid horror horror stories? Oh my goodness. No, I think that's going to (laughs) be your number one. (laughs) All right. Perfect. I know you also mentioned earlier... Uh, I don't remember if you said it on when we were talking on the podcast, but don't drink too early, right? Yes. Don't start drinking too early Ugh. in the day, right? For the guy. Okay. I will say at my wedding, I know that some of my groomsmen don't remember the ceremony. Oh my goodness. Because they yep. were so drunk. So, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> drinking on your wedding day, you're going to want to like, your girls are going to want to have mimosas. Your guys are going to want to have like a bucket of beer. Um, and that's totally fine. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But a lot of times like the bride will be so stressed mm-hmm. and she will just want to drink her champagne and, and everything. And she's not going to want to eat. Make mm-hmm. sure to eat. So mm-hmm. when you're getting ready, make sure that you have a bridesmaid or an aunt or someone bringing in um, food. If it's not provided through your venue already, um, you know, just, Go grab Chick-fil-A. Go grab um, like a cute little um, platter and from mm-hmm. from a cute little bistro down the street. You know, you need to have something in your system. Um, I had a wedding a few weeks ago actually where the bride did not eat anything <laughs> before the ceremony. She didn't drink anything either, but um, she's she only had water, which is great. Like I'm glad she didn't drink anything on an empty stomach, but she ended up passing out after the ceremony oh, no. um, because she didn't eat. And oh. so um, it's just so important to have something in your system, yeah. just a little bit, you know, just eat like a, a, a little triangle um, sandwich at mm-hmm. least, you know, drink some water, um, just get something in your system so that you don't have that. She ended up being fine. She just, um, needed some water and to be fed, Yeah, <laughs> but yes, make yeah, sure to eat a little eat. something with your mimosa. Um, cause that'll really, really make you feel yeah. your best on your wedding day. Yeah. Okay. I have one last horror story and then we're going to end it. Cause Yay, I just okay. thought of this one. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. This one isn't even mine. So okay. I, I, I did not witness this. My aunt used to be a wedding coordinator. Okay. And so she told me the story and this is the reason that I did not have any kids. Yes. This is a big reason I didn't have any kids in my wedding. Okay. Um, so she went to a wedding where the flower girl, she apparently ate pizza and my grandmother actually she's a pianist and she played the piano for this wedding too mm-hmm. so they were both there they were both telling me the story the flower girl ate some pizza for lunch they had pizza for the wedding right you know party and they she walks down the aisle and she's standing up there and the bride comes down the aisle oh, I'm so and nervous. <laughs> they 
the flower girl throws up <gasps> no all over the bride's dress no not just throws up on stage but throws up on the bride's dress oh my word yes <laughs> yes so <laughs> the 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 pastor the officiant yeah officiating he just went to a prayer like he just started praying he said i would pray too he's just like (laughs) they just started praying i don't remember what they said happened i mean they must she must have like tried to clean it up i don't know if they took them backstage or something right i don't know to try and clean it up but yes the flower girl threw up all over the bride's dress during the wedding ceremony. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That poor bride. I know. Okay, this is also, I don't like to have flower girls or ring bears up at the ceremony, um, you know, standing up with everyone else mm-hmm. because, you know, with little kids, they are adorable. You know, getting them down the aisle is, you know, difficult in and of itself. <laughs> right. But I always have them go sit with their parents or something mm-hmm. in like the second or third row or something like that because, you know, they're going to be fiddling. They're going to be like dancing, twirling around, playing with things um, and stuff like that. So if you are going to have yeah. your flower girl and ring bear, have them sit down yeah. because we don't want any anything on the bride's dress. Right. Oh my goodness. Yep. That's that's yes. terrible. Yeah. So that's the horror story. Oh, that's a big one. That's, yeah. That's yeah. A big one. Wow. <laughs> Way to end out on a high yeah. note. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this episode of the Tea on Weddings. Thank you for joining Angie. And again, if you want to reach her, um, her the link to her website will be in the description. And don't forget to subscribe and follow.